Hey, this is Keith Price. Thanks so much for listening to this crazy, crazy podcast. It's a pleasure and a joy being a connection to you and so many of the fabulous things that are happening in the theater. Now, having said that, can you do me a favor? Now, this is a long list, so be ready for it. All right, you ready? Will you like Keith Price's Curtain Call on Facebook? Will you follow Keith Price Curtain Call on Instagram? Will you go to at KP Curtain Call on Twitter? Will you subscribe to Keith Price Curtain Call on YouTube page? Now, once you do all of that, go back and tell all of your friends, especially the ones that love theater, the guy to do the same thing. Now, if you're also loving the show, if you're on iTunes and Google Play Music, can you please leave a review as well? It seems that in this crazy world of podcasting, having great content is not enough. Clearly. (laughs) You also need that social media love, too. So if you're enjoying the podcast, show me a little social media love, and thanks for listening. You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and we are here for the Press Up Front for 54 Below, Fine Sense 54 Below, and I'm sitting here now with the four-time... Got it right this go round. Olivier Award winning star of Woman in White and Chicago, because you played my my favorite role in Chicago, Roxy Hart. Although I have to say, Velma has the best opening. But that's another story. She has the best what? She has the best opening coming up from the. Come on, that's fabulous. It's amazing. Come on. Yeah. And then the sassy Foss. Oh. Well, Maria Friedman, honey, legendary in her own time, honey. She is here at Fine Sense 54 Below in a show that she's. It's it's your debut here. Mm-hmm. It is. It, uh, historically, I've always played the Carlisle, um, but I've become friends with um, Michael Feinstein. Uh-huh. Um, and I've worked with him a lot in London, um, and he just said, "Please come and appear at the show in my club." So I was like, "You bet." <laughs> it's like twist what arm? I love it. <laughs> so you're here now. You're doing Lenny and Steve. So you're celebrating the music of Lena Bernstein and Steve Sondheim, which you have a lot of history working in this in the genre. How does it feel to bring that here? Well, it's the right place to bring it, isn't it? Yes. It's it's come home. Um, it's it, uh, you know I this I played last night for the first time here. It's an incredible room. It was absolutely packed. Everyone on their feet. Lots of tears. Lots of laughter. Um, uh, it, it, I felt very very enveloped by the kind of Broadway love. Uh, yeah. yeah well, I mean you know theater love is theater love you know what I'm saying yeah so for you coming here now this is a wonderful time for you what is it about the music of Bernstein and I mean you know the obvious question of course is why those two but I mean honestly there are there's a nice canon of people why these particular well, it actually started, it's quite a funny story. Um, I was going to do a, a, an entirely Sondheim evening. This show is actually two hours long and we've had to cut it down for, for um, this. Yeah, we do it yeah. all over the world. Um, but uh, what actually happened, I was just going to do a Sondheim evening and I just thought particularly now, I felt that we all need a bit of hope, um, a big time. And uh, what do we do when we're watching all the crises that are going on all over the world? As, as human beings, we can't do anything, but artists do something. They write about it. They you know they make paintings they write books they tell stories they remind us of, of our humanity they make us think they make us listen and I I always craft my pieces like a three-act play and I I found my closer my which was somewhere um, an aspirational thing about there's a place somewhere peace and quiet and open air you know a new way of living a way of forgiving all the things that really matter to me and um, 
and a hope and a wish, really. And I took it to my massively eccentric and brilliant genius two-time nominated uh, MD, um, uh, Jason Carr. And I said, I found my closer. He said, nope, you're not singing that on a Sondheim thing. I said, what do you mean, no? He said, it's not strictly Sondheim, it's Bernstein Sondheim. And I'm not very good at being told what to do. So I said, right. I'll do a Bernstein Sondheim evening then. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we found all the songs. And they, had, they worked together. They loved each other. They have extra, they're quintessential New Yorkers. They love this city. They write about ideas. They're both intellectual titans. So that naturally, as a singer, I like to be an interpreter of great stuff. It's so much harder doing rubbish stuff. So why not choose the very, very best? And, of course, you know, you put something like Lonely Town and Another 100 people together they talk about the same ideas with different takes and different and it's and then you talk about political stuff like so pretty and take care of this house about the white house and then you put children will listen and you bring these themes but they're all ideas they're big themes they're big ideas they're all about you know the fragility of humanity and um and i think they give us courage um, they make us feel like better human beings at the end of the he- evening. I, you know what I love is that when you were just talking about the list of songs and the choices that you were mixing, I thought in my head, how fabulous is it that in the world of the arts, like music, with the things that are happening right now in this day and age, you can still go back and find songs like that and have the same intense meaning in a climate that you didn't that it didn't even originate in. Bang right? on. So Pretty was written about the Vietnam War. Right. Nineteen sixty eight protest song. And tragically it's as pertinent today. Tragically. 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 However, as I say, what do we do but sit and watch? So the all we can do as you know as artists is is push out the ideas there. You know, I that they were written for a reason to be sung. So I will sing them wherever I can because I'm I'm just the vessel for these extraordinary ideas. All right now. Well, Miss Maria Friedman, first of all, thank you so much for spending time with us because she's got we've got to get her rest. She's got to get because she's got another show tonight. Work. So if you are in the New York area the week of September 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd and 23rd at 7 p.m. here at Feinstein's 54 below, you may catch the four time. Like four time. You're my first. You're my my second Olivier Award winner, but my first four-time Olivier Award winner. So, get me. I hope, I hope I'm your last. No. Well, I don't want to. I don't ever want it to end. I, want yeah, I hope I get another one next time, so it goes five. Ooh. <laughs> now, would that be a record? Um, I'm the most. I'm nine times nominated and four times. I'm the most uh, nominated musical actress in in, in London. London. Yeah. Smell me here on this side of the pond. Get it now, Miss Maria Friedman. Thank you so much for having spending time with us, and we will be back. Look for Keep Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now MixCloud.